Hello, Nickelodeon fans, and this is This Week in Nickelodeon History. Now, before we get into the past, let's get a little bit into the future here. Uh, a lot is dropping on Paramount Plus this May. Uh, they're definitely continually bolstering their Nickelodeon section, and I like how it's slowly trickling out instead of... I mean, I would have absolutely loved for all of this content to be on, on Paramount Plus day one, but uh, I like this method because it's just, it's more to look forward to. You can pay attention to what's there, and then as more are coming down the pike, you can then, you know, swap over. Uh, but on Wednesday, May 5th, tomorrow, happy May the 4th, by the way. I know this is a Nickelodeon-centric uh, podcast, but, um, you know, there's a lot of Star Wars parodies all over Nickelodeon history. So May the 4th be with you uh tomorrow may 5th harvey beaks season one and two drops on paramount plus and noggins rhymes through the times first season there uh next wednesday on may 12th we'll have the first season of action league now and on may 19th we will have the second part of the first season of rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles culminating on thursday may 27th when the brand new rugrats show exclusive to Paramount Plus drops. Now that is going to be an absolutely massively big day. Um, and I don't know if Paramount Plus drops all episodes at once or if they trickle out like Disney does on a week-to-week basis. So I wonder if we're going to get uh, a full season out of Rugrats or if we're just going to get an episode or two episodes or whatnot. Um, but definitely I will probably be reviewing that more on this show than I will obviously on the Squarecast. Uh, if you're a listener of both, then you can expect the Rugrats uh, review on this part of the show. But let's look back on this week in Nickelodeon history. And we start off two years ago on May 8th, 2019, the Dude Perfect show finished its run of 48 episodes and three seasons. If you're not familiar with the Dude Perfect group, they have been making content since 2009 all the way on YouTube. They're made up of Tyler Tony, Kobe Cotton, Corey Cotton, Garrett Hilbert, and Cody Jones. Uh, they have been making absolutely fantastic sports and trick shot videos. Uh, some of their videos have just amassed tens of millions of views, even in some cases, hundreds of millions of views. Uh, and, and what I like about their content over time is even though they're called Dude Perfect and you get like you get those incredible shots, I, I like seeing the amount of times that they fail because even though they're called Dude Perfect and you'd want to see the perfect shot done in one go, and, and there have been a few cases in which they get it on the first try, um, but I, I, I've learned to appreciate the amount of of effort it takes to get some of these shots done i mean they and they have a whole ton of world records beaten they have just amassed this super popular group here they have partnerships with nerf there's a whole line of like dude perfect nerf products super cool and then they got their own television show here with the dude perfect show three seasons and 48 episodes that's that's a good run right there in my opinion 
uh, especially for doing something that that people can just watch on YouTube. There's not really a, a there was this whole time on television where television companies were spending so much money to get in these these YouTube you know personalities. And it never usually works out. In the end, you're like your TV show kind of runs its course, and then you're just back making content on YouTube. So uh, even though this this ended two years ago, these guys have just continually been putting out content on YouTube. And honestly, if I if if I can recommend uh, any piece of their content to just go out completely blind, um, look out look out for their golf videos where they uh, use a multitude of different sports equipment for their golf challenges like like one hit can be with a baseball and a baseball bat and then wherever that lands you got to throw a frisbee and then wherever that lands you'll get like a horse it's something you know like a kickball or something i don't know super fun super incredible content that's the dude perfect show two years ago five years ago on may 2nd 2016 the loud house premiered on nickelodeon created by chris savino who has a, a storied history with nickelodeon um, not really a great end there, but The Loud House has been one of Nickelodeon's biggest cartoons uh, in in so long. It was actually super refreshing to see The Loud House get as popular as it was because it finally felt like another show could at least rival SpongeBob in popularity. Like here comes this show almost out of left field, just just it swells in this massive popularity to the point that not only is the show still going on to this day, five seasons, 111 episodes, including a live action movie that's debuting on Nickelodeon later this year and a uh, animated movie that is going to be airing on Netflix later this summer, which should be noted originally was going to be a theatrical released film through Paramount. Uh, not only did the show uh, spawn all these extra films, it also spawned a spin-off series called The Casa Grandes, which itself has been running since October 14th, 2019, and seemingly is, is just as popular as The Loud House is. I have not watched a full episode of The Loud House, but I've heard nothing but good things about it, and it is a show I, I do expect at some point, probably closer to when the movie releases, that I'll probably check it out. But it's it's still going strong to this day. I, I've, I mean, I can only say this as, as an outside viewer. Um, I have seen some fans or some fans of Nickelodeon mention that over the last few years, it's kind of dropped in quality or just dropped in viewership. Either way, it, it, it's a Nicktoon that has uh, got to run longer than most Nicktoons have in the last decade. So that alone is just refreshing to see. It didn't it didn't suffer the fate that a lot of these shows ended up going through and being just kind of booted to Nicktoons. It's, it's had a very decent run. And if it does end after this year, I mean, look, five, six seasons. Uh, a movie and a live action TV movie. That's that's not that bad of a deal for a uh, for a cartoon. Eight years ago, on May eighth, two thousand thirteen, the troupe finished up its run on Nickelodeon. It was created by Max Burnett, Greg Coolidge, and Chris Morgan, and finished its two season, forty episode run on May eighth. Uh, never seen this show. Never, never came across my uh, my screen there. Uh, definitely was on Nickelodeon at a time that I just wasn't watching Nickelodeon. Uh, but man, this is crazy. We were just talking about how the Loud House avoided this this kind of stigma that was going on around the time. Apparently, the second season of this show um, got moved over to Nicktoons Network. It's this is a live action show. This is not a uh, this is not a Nicktoon. 
Um, the second season premiered on June 25th, 2011 and canceled the series midway through its second season. And the rest of the episodes uh, finished running on Nicktoons with its series finale airing on May 8th, 2013. So uh, it's crazy that that was even happening to live action shows. 12 years ago, on May 3rd, 2009, the final part to the Fairly Odd Parents Wishology premiered on Nickelodeon. We actually covered part one of this last week, uh, the big beginning. Uh, then there was the exciting middle part and then the final ending. This was a three-part TV movie series by the Fairly Odd Parents. Tried to be this big, epic story that told its its story not only by the end of each episode but continued on to the next movie it was just this big event going on from may 1st to may 3rd and it finished up uh it, it's run there right on may 3rd so i definitely remember watching this live i i watched all three movies three days in a row uh but i don't remember them as much as i do other fairly odd parents tv movies like like Schools Out, like Channel Chasers, like Abercatastrophe, ones I've already mentioned before many times. Um, one of the things I do want to mention about this is the guest roles that they got on this, on these movies. Not only were they able to get Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley from Kiss to voice uh, some characters, but they also had Brendan Fraser voice Turbo Thunder, who is a character throughout these movies who believes he is the chosen one uh, based off a very small, like, it's basically like Pink Hat and Buck Teeth. It's supposed to make you think maybe Timmy is the chosen one, but then there's also this character, Turbo Thunder, who shows up throughout these three movies. But yeah, that's uh, Brendan Fraser. So shout out to uh, shout out to Brendan Fraser. Shout out to the Fairly Odd Parents. And that was Wishology. Also 12 years ago, on May 2nd, 2009, My Life as a Teenage Robot finished its run on Nicktoons Network. Uh, the show, created by Rob Renzetti, uh, ran for three seasons and 39 episodes and is one of the mishandled shows of Nickelodeon's history. We, we've mentioned a few of them before. Um, shows like Chalk Zone. My Life as a Teenage Robot is one of those bizarre ones because it took six years to air 39 episodes. Like... They're, they're, they were just holding on to these episodes for seemingly no reason whatsoever. They kept constantly airing new episodes at different times. I mean, how do you expect a show to become popular if you're constantly messing with the way fans can get in touch with it? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. My Life as a Teenage Robot started out as a short on Oh Yeah! Cartoons and was one of the, the, the last ones to be picked up as a full series. Uh, the first few being Fairly Odd Parents and Chalk Zone. Eventually, My Life as a Teenage Robot aired in 2003, even though it's short aired all the way back in 1999. And its first two seasons didn't really run without a hitch on Nickelodeon. There was just a lot of of kind of just airing mistakes here. And the entire third season just throughout Nicktoons Network run, um, it could have been... It would have been one thing if they would have held that season on Nicktoons Network and made it a big deal as they did Invader Zim, but it just kind of felt like they aired them and it was done. It's like, our, our hands are clean. We're done with this. Um, it's certainly a popular show. It's got such a unique look. It's got style. It's got great writing. Definitely worth your time if you uh, if you have a Paramount Plus account or if you have another streaming service that that features My Life as a Teenage Robot. Definitely check that out. 13 years ago, on May 2nd, 2008, Zoe 101 finished its run on Nickelodeon. Created by Dan Schneider, it ran for four seasons and 61 episodes. 
one of the show's most popular teen dramas of all time, Zoe Zo. And last but not least, 20 years ago on May 2nd, 2001, On the Team premiered on Nickelodeon. I was actually meant to uh, bring this up earlier this year, uh, but missed out. But this show originally premiered on January 30th, 2001, exclusively on Noggin before uh, Nickelodeon started airing it on May 2nd. The show is a 13-part documentary series about a Little League baseball team uh, that was produced and created by Lisa Wood Shapiro. Um, I think it was pretty interesting and and definitely something that is kind of right up Nickelodeon and Noggin's alley right here. Uh, It's kind of weird that it started airing on Noggin because as far as I remembered noggin is just a preschool stuff so um uh, maybe at the time they were they were airing more uh content on its network that was beyond uh, a preschool level at the time i have no idea but but yeah i just uh i just figured that was or i know that there's the end which is is definitely more of a of a teenage thing but but after doing just a little bit of research, uh, both are one and the same. Uh, in fact, the N is what takes over the Noggin Network when it kind of goes to bed. You know, uh, during the day it is Noggin preschool content, and during the evening it is the N, where it's aimed towards more of a teenage demographic. So uh, that's where this part aired uh, for uh, on the team. And with that, that is this week in Nickelodeon history. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate each and every one of you who who tune in each and every week to listen to me talk about Nickelodeon stuff. If you would like to support the show in any way, if you're uh, following this show on any audio or video platform, uh, subscribing or liking or anything that you can do from your platform is already a step up, but you can also share this show to anybody that you think would enjoy it. So if you could ever do that for me, I am truly appreciated and that is this week in nickelodeon history we'll see you next week here folks have a great night